Hey friends, it's Blue Wyatt. I am your hostess on the Blueberry Bliss Podcast. Super excited that you decided to join me today. You are going to love this episode. And if you haven't listened to any of the other season four episodes with all my lovely guests, please do so. Just randomly ask the Holy Spirit which one you're supposed to listen to and dive right in because these women that have been on all 12 of the episodes this season have been stellar, remarkable, words of wisdom, joy and laughter, and I believe that they will challenge you to rise to a new level. So let's get into it. Season four, episode 13, and I am discussing the Pray Nashville initiative that just kicked off this 9-11. So let's dive right in. Well, darling, I'm sitting here amidst the rubble of my last major project. And if you want to see it, I'll provide a link in the show notes. The denim bed makeover turned a king-size bed into this work of art. But I sit here and I look at the mess. And I think I ought to clean up. However, my heart is just wanting to sit and be with the Lord and be with you, actually, today. And the aftermath of this amazing event that was just held on 9-11 at the Plaza Mariachi in Nashville. And I just, my heart is overflowing and bursting with it. And every week I ask, what do you want to do this week? What do you want to talk about? Who do you want to bring to the conversation, Lord? And this week, not one person popped into my mind. And as I was at this event last night and kind of sitting towards the back, just taking it all in, just really soaking in the beauty of the event, the beauty of the hearts of the people, there was no star on the stage, even though there was many stars shining so vividly and brightly for Jesus. There was no big name that we were promoting. It was Jesus is the star. And... If you've been with me for any length of time, maybe you've heard me talk about revival, revival of my heart, revival of um, certain aspects of my life, revival in my neighborhood, in my community, my city, in this nation. We have been desiring and praying for revival. (laughs) It seems awesome, right? Yes. Let's have revival. Well, revival starts with prayer. It starts on our knees in a posture of humility, in a posture of, and a heart of repentance. Lord, I'm sorry for the sins that I've committed. I'm sorry for the sins that my, my ancestors have committed. I repent and turn from these sins that my city, my nation have committed So this Pray National thing is just so big in my heart, and I just want to share it with you. I know on one of the past episodes, and I'll link that as well, um, I had a friend on, Barbara Ann Jeter, and she described what she's doing with Pray National really well. So if you want to go to the show notes, I will link that there, okay? You can listen to the whole episode and listen to her share her heart and the vision of this, but I just felt like... Let's do a whole episode just about Pray Nashville. Now, if you're not in Nashville, you're like, Blue, I don't care. 
about what you're doing in life here. I am in this other part of the country or this other part of the world, and I'm in a different place, okay? So, but here's the thing, Pray Nashville is not just for Nashville. <laughs> no, it's already spread far. In the U.S., uh, we have a Pray D.C., we have a Pray North and South Carolina, we have a Pray, I can't even list all of them because I've gotten away from the memorization part of, anyway, lots of cities, lots of states have already joined on the bandwagon because don't we all want revival? It's not just for the city of Nashville. If you're here or if you're not, it's for all of us. Like the whole idea with this movement, this push is getting back, getting our heart turned toward Christ Jesus, getting our hearts in a place of surrender, humility, repentance, and getting back to what the Father wants for our lives, for our communities, our churches, and all the things that we can just get on our knees and seek the Lord for. And so I just want to say this. Oh, Lord, I love you so much. I love you so much. And I sense your presence here with me right now. And I just give you first place. I, I really, truly want not only this episode, but this entire podcast to be, to glorify you. So I lift up this moment, Lord. Let my words not just be fluffy or messy like they so often are, but help me to relay your heart, your heart for your people, your heart for our nation. And I just pray that you will guide me into this conversation that I'm having really by myself. <laughs> but may you get all the glory for everything that comes out of this episode and this podcast. So, you guys, man, you can't talk about heart space and repentance without really like welcoming in the presence of God. And so oftentimes we, or I'll just speak about myself, I get rushed to do this or that or accomplish this or, or I get excited about the creativity process that I'm in. So I just want to wipe everything else out of my mind and just get to this amazing project that I just see in my mind and I can't wait to make it happen. Or our to-do list. I mean, we just get so distracted. And two episodes ago, I believe it was episode, yeah, 411, season 4, episode 11, I had on a guest, uh, Sheila, and she said the Lord was highlighting distractions. And I feel like, hmm, we might go back and listen to that. And we might get to stir our hearts, stir our minds. Lord, what are the distractions in my life that are possibly keeping me at a distance from you? And what can I do to silence the distraction? One of the things that my family is into and is doing again, actually, is this amazing book by Peter Scazzaro, I believe is how you say it. And it's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And I'm going to link that in the notes. Let me write emotionally. I can't write a fast healthy spirituality. 
So go down there and look it up. But it's this amazing book that is challenging my family and drawing us into that sweet place with the Lord that starts off with silence and stillness. Two minutes of silence and stillness. And sometimes that two minutes turns into five or even longer. And then it, it starts off with scripture, some devotional, and then a prayer, and then ending in, again, two to however many minutes of silence and stillness. And it was during the time that we lived in Iowa, the 22 months in Iowa, just a few years back, that I learned the art and the value of silence and solitude. Being alone with the Lord, being silent, being still, which was so hard for me, and frankly, still is. My mind goes here, my mind goes there. Maybe I get up to do something. I'm thirsty. I get some water. I did Blue. Stillness, solitude. So maybe that's some of what this whole Pray Nashville thing is doing for my heart. It's getting me refocused on what's important. Not the things of this world, the challenges, the trials, even the pain. Some of you know that I've been battling massive physical pain in my body since, actually since December. It's September, um, but really since March, where, I mean, for a few months, it felt like I was crippled. I mean, I could not lift my pillow. I could not move my covers. I'm still in the habit of I have to move my covers with my legs, not my arms, because of the shoulder pain. But it's not about my pain or your pain or, or our grief or our trauma. It's really about getting to the heart of the matter to the heart of the issue like let's get back to that place where jesus christ where god the father where our time with holy spirit is first and foremost and all the other things just like eh, they go on the back burner okay the burner's on the burner's off it doesn't matter but they're on the back burner right now i'm talking about the front burner i'm like let's get it hot let's heat things up yo i want the fire of revival to ignite in my heart, in my family, in my marriage, in my finances, in my community, in my home. So this whole Pray Nashville thing, which by the way, you can go to PrayNashville.net and look it all up, even become a gatekeeper over your own home, challenging you to pray one hour a week for your home, for your lives, for your marriage, for your family, for your kids, for your neighborhood, for your ministry, for your church, for your pastors for your friends and family and neighbors and all the, okay, all the things. It also includes, so this is kind of the build the wall in front of your own house. And it goes from 9-11-2023 to 9-11-2024. Pray whenever, wherever you want. But I want to read this. The Common Prayer for Greater Nashville. Now, if you don't live in Nashville, fill in the blank of your town, your city, your community. So we're building a wall of blessing and protection through unified prayer. So join with me if you can. Maybe even rewind and listen to this again. Our Father, High King of Heaven, we, your people, humble ourselves and pray. Seek your face 
turn from sin while trusting your word that you will forgive and heal our land. Cover every citizen, every sphere of influence, and all in authority with your banner of blessing and canopy of protection. Your kingdom come, your will be done in greater Nashville and your city, by the way, fill in the blank, as it is in heaven. May the gospel be proclaimed, disciples made, and laborers sent into the harvest. May we be one as Jesus and the Father are one. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. May we be a shining city on a hill that brings you glory. As scripture urges, we pray for the peace and prosperity of our city. In your great mercy, for your name's sake, answer our petition as we come boldly before your throne of grace in our time of need. As in Nehemiah's day, rebuild our walls, restore our homes, and revive our hearts. In one voice, in faith, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is good. I just feel such a, like, such an awe and reverence for our God, creator of all things, the universe. I, I say, Lord, expand my mind that I can think the way you want me to think, that I can see the way you want me to see. Revive my heart right now. Revive the heart of the ladies and gentlemen that might come across this podcast, either when it's published or months or years from now, Lord. May we be revived, not just saying it. Ooh, I'm revived. I'm going to humble myself and pray. Mm-mm. But truly from our hearts, the position of our hearts, the attitude of our hearts, the condition of our hearts. I love what David prayed in Psalm 51. Ooh, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Lord, cleanse me from any impurity. Lord, keep my mind focused on you. Eliminate the distractions that try to keep me off track or get me off track, right? The enemy will try to distract you. Ooh, this really important thing, and maybe it is really important. But what does the Lord say? You need to be thinking and speaking and praying and believing right now. Y'all, I keep saying this, and, and I've had guests that have said this, but really a key to this, a key is knowing the Word of God, reading His Word, getting in His Word. The other day I was in Psalm 4. I was just meditating on Psalm 4. I was reading it. And there's certain parts of it that really jump off the page to me. And I just highlight and draw and like, ooh, meditate. Meditate. The word meditate is in there. And I can't quote it. You're going to have to get it. Psalm 4. Where's my Bible? Why don't I have my Bible right next to me? Sister, what kind of day is this? I don't know. All right. It ain't right here. Psalm 4. Well, then we go to church on Sunday. And guess what? Psalm 4. <laughs> oh, he speaks to his children if we are only listening. Meditate. And it says be still. Meditate on the Lord. Meditate on his word. 
on your bed, it says, meditate on the Word of God on your bed and be still. Oh, you got to go look it up because I can't remember it. But God, just have your way. Have your way in us and through us. Through this message, through this podcast, through anything we hear, listen to, anything we see. I pray that you will guard our eye gates, our ear gates, from anything that is not of you. That does not bring you glory. That might distract us and get us off the track and the path that you have for us. Hmm. I wonder if I can remember Psalm 411. I will guide you along the street. I will guide you. I guide you in the way of wisdom and lead you along a straight path. There it is. And Psalm 32, 8 says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Those are just some of the, the scriptures that I'm meditating on, standing on. God, you're going to guide me. You're going to watch over me. You're going to lead me to the best pathway for my life in order to glorify and honor you. It ain't about me and what I get out of the deal. Although, Lord, you have put certain desires in my heart. You have placed them there for me to desire them so that I can walk in your path as I go after those desires that you have put in my heart. Hmm. Let us be a city on its knees. Ooh, let us be a people on their knees. I will grab this book right here. Listen to this. This is a book I have in my possession. It was given to us all the gatekeepers. It's called A City on Its Knees by Jeff Richfield. Oh, what a man of God. Thank you, Lord, for these amazing tools. And I have not read it. I just got it last night. But I'm excited to dive in, to challenge my heart, to challenge my faith, my walk with God. And may there be a fire burning in me and my family that ignites, Lord, that, that will just the wind of the Holy Spirit just blow on it and spread that fire. That other people will see it and want to join in that fire. But it definitely comes with spending time in silence and stillness and solitude with the Lord, your creator. He's the only one who knows you and sees you inside and out. Every detail, the past, what you're going through right now in this moment, and even your future, he has already been to your tomorrow. That just blows my mind. If you think about it, he, is already, he already sees your end of days, which truly is not your end of days because we get to spend eternity either with him or apart from him that is our choice and apart from him is just hell it is hell it is hell you do not want to be apart from him for eternity burning in fire in pain and agony why didn't i accept jesus why because it wasn't cool it wasn't convenient it wasn't easy Ooh, ow. may i choose jesus even if I am ridiculed, even if I am slandered, even if my name is drugged through the mud, I don't care. May I reflect his glory in this world and into the lives of the people that I get to meet. Well, I think that's been a good episode today. Not because of me, I ain't trying to pat myself on the back. We invited the Lord in. 
We said, Lord, what you want to talk about? Well, this Pray Nashville thing, boy, let it run. Let it run. If you're listening to this and you live in another city, another part of the country, well, why not look up PrayNashville.net? Find out how you can become a gatekeeper over your home, over your community. It's good stuff. It's deep. It ain't just for Nashville. But as goes Nashville, so goes the nation. That's what we've heard. That's what I think. That's what I'm standing on. I mean, it ain't biblical. It ain't like in the Bible. (laughs) Oh, I hope you have a great day. You know what? Let's end in prayer. That's the best way to end. Lord God, Father, High King of Heaven, we adore you. We lift your name on high. Your name is the only name that is as great, that is greater than any other name that has ever been named or mentioned or breathed. May we be so in love with you. May we be so desirous of you. May we long and hunger and thirst for you, for your righteousness. May we shine so brightly as we reflect your glory. I don't want to shine my own light, Lord. I don't got any to shine. I want to shine your light. I want to be like the moon reflecting the sun. I want to reflect the sun, King Jesus. So I pray that as somebody's listening, that you would just tug on their heartstrings, that you would just draw them in closer to you, Lord, that you would transform them by the renewing of their mind, that they would renew their mind to the word of God. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord. And I believe you are on the brink of doing something mighty and glorious. And Lord, we just surrender and submit to your will, to your word, to your plan. We adore you, King Jesus. I love you, Lord. May you get the glory for everything, everything, anything and everything in my life, in the lives of the people listening. May you transform us from the inside to the outside, all the places in between. We humble ourselves. We pray and we know we can't do this without you. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I love you, Lord. We rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all men. Okay, Lord, I love you. Do whatever you want to do with these podcasts, this episode. May your glory just fall in this place.